Welcome to Level 10 Mastery with Ben Lawler. On this podcast, we interview the best and brightest in all walks of life. By doing this, we help you, our listener, become the best version of yourself. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome back to another episode of Level 10 Mastery. Today, we have a very special guest, Amy Lesher. Amy is a fitness director at True Fusion St. Louis. She's born and raised here in the STL, tenacious by nature, and is a determined athlete. Amy views fitness as her passion and her profession. She's a wife, a mom, a dog lover. Amy has over 20 years of experience teaching group fitness. She's also a registered nurse, has a bachelor's degree in biology. She's a motivational coach on a mission to empower, challenge, and inspire people to take healthy steps every day. Amy, welcome to the program. Thanks, Ben. I'm glad to be here. So tell us what's, uh, what's new and exciting in your world. Everything's new and exciting. First and foremost, you know, with two children, it's always exciting. Yes. I have to say that. A uh, little French bulldog at home, too. He makes life ex- exciting as well. But the biggest thing is True Fusion right yeah. now for me. It's brand new, three months in. Yes. We're up to about 1,000 members already. Holy cow, just so, here in St. Louis. Just here in St. Louis. Um, it is a franchise. Yeah. Corporate is in Vegas. Yes. And we are the third studio outside of Vegas to be opened. Wow. So Scottsdale, Miami also are open. And then there is little St. Louis. Can you believe it? <laughs> St. Louis, yeah, St. Louis never gets anything first. I love it. Never. (laughs) So tell us about True Fusion. What kind of, what sets it apart from other fitness operations out there? Yeah, first and foremost, True Fusion is a fusion-based facility. So by that, it's a group fitness facility, and yoga is fused into every single one of our workouts, including the fitness workouts. Yes. There are five rooms. So there's a heated yoga, an unheated yoga, a heated fitness, unheated fitness, and cycle room. Okay. And again, all of those fitness rooms incorporate some sort of yoga at some point during the workout. Wow. Every single workout. Now, how big is the facility? 17,000 square feet. Come on. Yes. We have a full Revel Kitchen restaurant inside as well. Okay. And what is really unique to St. Louis is we have a childcare room, which is rather large. So, and the kids actually cry when they have to leave. And we also have a personal training studio. Okay. So Joe Goldberg is the owner sure. of True Fusion St. I know Louis. Joe. Yeah, he's awesome great. Guy. Awesome. So he really wanted to build a facility that incorporated um, a place where trainers slash instructors could make a living. Right. What happens a lot in St. Louis as well as other places is they have to go all over the place to teach, to train. Sure. They're spending a lot of their day in their car traveling. Absolutely. So he wanted to make a facility where someone could make a living and, and stay in really, one spot. They can maximize their time throughout totally. the day instead of traveling to three, four different locations. Absolutely. Do it all in one spot. Yeah. As well as for the members, you know, those that have children that may need childcare during the day also making it super affordable yeah. $95 a month unlimited is really affordable most group fitness facilities for an unlimited package yeah. are 130 sure so $95 a month and you're getting five studios in one i mean some clubs in town i mean they're charging a couple hundred bucks a month yeah, absolutely. and they don't offer a fraction of what uh, of what you guys are offering absolutely it's amazing it really is and the community that has started there is really what it's about inclusive 
you know, no judgment, mm-hmm. anyone. We meet them where they are today sure. in hopes to take them to where they want to be tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and that's what it's about. Wow. Now, how about the staff? How big is the team yeah, at the, True Fusion? The team right now, as far as instructors, is roughly around 35 to 40. Okay. That's yoga, fitness included. And then the front desk staff, oh, I would say there's another probably 20 front desk and studio tech staff. Okay. So yeah, and we're building every day because we're adding classes every day. And as we add members, our schedule gets larger. Man, so what's on the what's on the horizon as you look out six months, 12 months, 18 months down the road? Absolutely. So for True Fusion, there'll be another True Fusion coming for sure to St. Louis. Really? Um, so there'll be two operations? Two operations. Joe owns the rights to all of Missouri. He has already spoken that he wants to bring one to Chesterfield. Okay. So out west for all the west goers, there's nothing like that close to the west. Sure. Um, even in most things are in, in the central corridor. Mm-hmm. So really kind of tapping into the west community and giving them a brand new opportunity for fitness and wellness. Okay. Um, that probably won't happen for 18 months to two years, sure. but it's in the works for sure. And then who knows from there for True Fusion. That is absolutely awesome. Now, backing up a little bit, how yep. did you get connected with Joe? How did you get connected with True Fusion? Yeah, it's really interesting. I tell people all the time, I wasn't looking for a job. <laughs> I really wasn't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was teaching at a facility in town, happy. I have my children. My husband travels a lot. Yes. So that's really my life. Um, and I was balancing it quite nicely, I think. And a friend of mine had let me know that I, who also was a fitness instructor, said, hey, I gave your information to a friend of mine, Joe Goldberg. He's thinking about bringing this brand new place to St. Louis. It sounds amazing. Look it up. Check it out. I hope you don't mind. I gave him your contact because I told him if he talks to anybody in St. Louis Fitness, he needs to talk to you. He needs to connect with Amy. So here we are. We sat down (laughs) and the rest is history, so they say. And I literally sat down with Joe in August of 2016. And we opened April 26, 2018. <laughs> wow. So, Amy, that's a short window yeah. to make a decision. I mean, things were going smooth. You had a yeah. great operation going. I mean, what was that aha moment where you're like, man, this is something that I need to, I need to get involved with? Yeah, the minute I was talking with Joe, just his personality, his transparency, yeah. his honesty, mm-hmm. his just, here I am, a person on a mission to make this community what he called his community better and more alive and more healthy. And I just bought in hook, line and sinker because that's (laughs) how I want people to be. That's what you do. My goal, my passion, my purpose on this earth, I think is to leave people better. And I try to do that every single time I, I touch someone, Mm -hmm. whether it's through a conversation, whether it's through an activity, whether it's through a workout, no matter what it is, it is my sole purpose to try to leave that person better. That is absolutely awesome. Now, Amy, take us back to your uh, to your childhood. Tell us about yeah. you know maybe some of the life lessons that you learned at a at a young age. Absolutely. So I grew up um, in South County, and I have an older brother who were like Irish twins, fifteen months apart, mm-hmm. and then my sister is only seven years is seven years younger than me. So there okay. was a little bit of a gap there. So my brother and I were thick as thieves. So. Yeah. Anything the boys could do, I could do better was the mentality. Okay. And I will credit my father for that too. I was on my brother's teams. I was an athlete growing up. I played college soccer. I played softball soccer through high school competitively and on high school team. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I also was a dancer growing up. Okay. And did competitive dance in college and minored in dance in college, which that's did some really? things that people don't know about me. Wow. Now, um, what sort of what sort of dance? Yeah, so what I grew up your... doing jazz, tap, ballet. Uh -huh. um, when I got to college, I did more modern and contemporary dancing. Okay. So it really expanded my horizons. And, and dance, I think, lends to an open mind, right? It's kind of artsy. It kind sure. of takes someone like the athlete that I was, who was really structured and really physical, and this is what you have to do. And yeah. you have to train, and you have to run, and you have sure. to do this. And then you get to dance, and you have this creative element, and you get to kind of be wild. So it was a nice pairing for me, even growing up when I just did recreational dance. Yes. I really loved that time. Um, yeah, so I did that, and my brother and I were rough and tumble, totally rough and tumble. <laughs> creek kids, as I like to say. Yeah. Like we roamed the creeks. Just spending a lot of time wrestled. outside. And... Yes, we wrestled. Um, we live on five acres. Okay. So there was a lot of work to be done. Yes. And we were assigned to the work. Wow. So I, again, credit my parents for giving me the life lesson of work ethic. Sure. Like the job has to be done right. And it has to be done all the way. Mm -hmm. So that is kind of how I live my life too. Like I take ownership of a job yes. and it has to be done correctly. You know, I, I'm going to keep this PG. I don't know who listens, but it was never half-hearted. I'm sure you can imagine what my dad might have said, half blank. But it was never half-hearted. Sure. Like if you're going to do it, you do it all the way or you don't do it at all. Do your best. Absolutely. Um, so well, it's kind of like your shirt today. Yeah. Your, your so best tell us, is more. <laughs> tell us about that a little bit. Yeah. So your best is more is on my shirt today. It's actually a quote by my daughter, Stevie, who okay. is seven now, but she was five at the time we were in the car and my, I try to tell my kids all the time, give your best. Yes. If you give your best, mm -hmm. you can't walk away disappointed. Sure. You feel good at the end of the day. If you, Absolutely. if you just lay it out there, lay everything on the line. Absolutely. My, my oldest daughter's a competitive dancer. Yeah. So it, she has a solo. It's all on her mm -hmm. and she'll get upset if she doesn't score right or if something goes wrong. And the lesson is, did you give your best? Did you pour your heart and soul into that performance at that moment, at that time? If the answer is yes, you can't, you, you can't do any more. Mm -hmm. You can't be disappointed. So sure. when my little one said, your best is more, I thought, huh, what does that mean? Yeah. And of course I could have just passed it over and kids say weird things. They say funny things. And now it's like a running joke with my friends, Yeah. my workout friends. Um, I have a guy friend that'll literally, he's an instructor. They'll always see me. He'll say, your best is more because he knows <laughs> one of my friends is the one who gave me, made this shirt for me. Okay. So it goes right along with true fusion saying, find your edge. Mm -hmm. And for me, it means give your best and then can you find a little room to give a little bit more? Yeah. Can you really soul search? Yeah. Whether it means getting out of your own mind, mm -hmm. getting out of your own way physically, yes. whatever it is, dig deep and give just a smidge more. Mm -hmm. So your best is more. Your best is more. Your best is more. Thanks, Stevie. <laughs> hey, shout out to Stevie. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're talking about that, Amy, one thing that we like to dive into on this podcast is, you know, how does a person become the best at their craft? You know, whether they're in sales or whether they're in fitness, in your opinion, how does a person become mm -hmm. the best at their particular craft? Yeah, I think you're always a student. You're constantly a student. Mm -hmm. Every single person you encounter has something to teach you. Yes. 
no matter what. It could just be a life lesson, something to do with your kids, something mm-hmm. to do with your house, something yeah. to do with your finances, something to do with your health, something to do with your fitness. So for me personally, I'm the fitness director at True Fusion. Mm-hmm. Whoopee. Right? Yeah. Like, okay, great. I have 20 plus years experience in group fitness. Right. Okay, great. But I don't know what I don't know. Mm-hmm. And someone's going to tell me what I don't know. Sure. Right? They're going to let me know something new. There's always new findings in fitness, so mm-hmm. I don't know even close to half of it. Yeah. So you're so always you're always growing, always you're always growing, learning, and always you're... looking for feedback mm-hmm. from my peers, from my management, anyone around from the clients in my life, in my fitness, in my job. Like I feel like if you can't get feedback, mm-hmm. particularly from yourself, yeah. If you can't self-critique, yes. Honestly and openly, mm-hmm. you cannot grow. Right. Yeah. That's a great point. You know, I heard somebody say recently that in life, there's only one way to coast. Yeah. And that's downhill. Uh-huh. So the way I see that is you constantly have to be thinking about that next that next level, that next area of of growth, of, of expertise, where you, where you can really become the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, well, diving into that a little bit more. So um, let's talk about leadership. So you've got a big, a big team and an operation. Um, what are some, some of those leadership qualities and traits that maybe you've picked up over the years that you find to be most effective? Yeah. First and foremost, I think fairness across the board mm-hmm. is the utmost, that and honesty. So really being straightforward and honest. And I have several friends that are also instructors that work for me. Mm-hmm. And I believe that they all know that they're friends with me. However, when it comes to evaluations or jobs, yeah, we're still friends, but mm-hmm. that's set aside for the moment. Sure. They don't get special treatment. Mm-hmm. Everyone has the rules, yes. the regulations that have to be followed. There's no, oh, well, this time it's okay for you, but it's not okay for her mm-hmm. or him. It, that is not how I roll. You don't play politics. I don't play politics. I mm-hmm. would be a terrible politician. <laughs> I would lose every time. I'm pretty too honest for that, probably. Um, but that goes me. a long way, being straightforward. Yeah, straightforward, honest, and then really fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and then really, I, I try to open it up. Mm-hmm. So again, it goes back to that. I don't know everything. Yes. You know, I've been in a couple different management positions in my life, some in nursing, some in pharmaceutical sales and some here mm-hmm. in fitness. And I've learned a little bit from mentors and people along the way. Yes. I don't know everything about life in general. I don't know everything about leading in general. And I'm here to learn. Absolutely. So I love suggestions. I ask you know, the, some of the team for suggestions. I'm open for suggestions. And then I give credit where credit is due. Yes. So if it's not mine, I don't own it. No. It's theirs. Give somebody else credit, Absolutely. build them up, and uh, promote them in a, in a public setting, right? Yep. I love it. Um, Amy, tell us about what are some of your other passions or purposes in life? Yeah, so, um, well, my passions are fitness, truly. Um, even outside of here, I've done all kinds of things. I've been marathon runner. Yeah. So I've done that, kind of like check that box. <laughs> Yeah, how many marathons? Have you done? Uh, I've done ten marathons, no full kidding. marathons. Yes, I did the Chicago several times. I've been to Boston. I love Chicago. Um, 
Yes, Chicago's. I mean, a that great... one's nice because it's flat and it's fun. Yeah, it's there's fun. Lots I mean, there's lots of spectators. There's like forty thousand runners out there. Oh, it's great. I did New York as well. Okay. New York was amazing. That yeah. one's awesome. You that go was through my all... final one. So you do all five boroughs, right? Mm-hmm. And it is wall to wall people. Like, yeah. On the course, <laughs> I mean, you're elbowing and saying hello to everybody as you go by. Sure. Firemen are out there. It was really amazing. Um, I took a camera with me in that marathon and took pictures along the way. It yes. was no, like, I wasn't there for time. I wasn't trying to get a good time. I was there to meet and greet everybody yeah. along the way. It was and it's great. awesome seeing people along the way. Whenever oh. you get to mile 20 or 22 yeah. where, man, you start to break down physically. You start to break yeah, down you mentally, know. emotionally. Yep. Man, to see those people and to see those signs, I mean, that's what that's what really keeps you going. Absolutely. And what I loved about marathon running was two things. One, it was a nice transition for me. Mm-hmm. I came out of college, a soccer player, an athlete, and I thought, well, now what? Yes. I'm used to running six miles in a game. Well, it makes sense. Let's just run. Yeah. Right? So it was a natural transition for me. Mm-hmm. It was really nice because I think people physically and mentally kind of get a little drugged down between college and real life, mm-hmm. right? When you go and you go start adulting. How do you mean? Meaning as like the transition, trend. meaning if you were an athlete, yeah. you then get a, you have a job now sure. and hours are different. Yes. You're not on a flexible schedule. Right. You didn't get to make your schedule. Yeah. You're not and, waking up at 11 o'clock right. and going and to class. Yeah. And if you're used to getting fitness in, how are you going to get it in now? Okay. And typically those people are mm-hmm. people that need fitness for the endorphins. Sure. They function better. They yeah. feel better. I mean, everybody functions better. Everybody feels better with mm-hmm. fitness of some sort. But they really do. They it's been their job, mm-hmm. right? College athletes. If they're not going on to be an athlete out of there, what are they going to do? Yes. So having a game plan, like what makes sense for you? What type of athlete were you? Maybe you were a college, maybe you danced, mm-hmm. maybe you were on the drill team. Yes. What makes sense for you to move forward to really have a plan physically mm-hmm. is was really nice for me. So running was a really nice transition. And then also running teaches you so much about yourself. Yes. As you just mentioned, the point where you break down, where it really becomes the mental game. There are memes out there that a marathon is 90% mental. Mm-hmm. It is true. It really is. It really is true. Your body will go where your mind takes it. Period. The end. That's Doesn't it. Doesn't matter if it's a 30-minute workout yes. or a three-hour workout. Your body will go where your mind takes it. Right. It is extremely rare to reach muscle fatigue. Extremely rare. Yes. I mean, you have to go for hours and hours and hours, much more than a marathon. So let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, people talk about re- reaching muscle failure, but really, you're saying it's just it's just mental. It, right. Now, if you're maxing out, if you're someone that's heavy squatting, mm-hmm. heavy deadlifting, heavy benching, mm-hmm. someone that's really into maxing out, yes. you may reach muscle failure because yes. your your load and your volume is right. super high. That's going to happen. But your general person doing fitness mm-hmm. really is not going to reach muscle failure. They right. might start to shake. Mm-hmm. That's not muscle failure. No. They might start to think they're in pain. It's probably really just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It really, 99.9% of the time, is I'm uncomfortable. Uh And I'm uncomfortable being uncomfortable. Yes. So learning how to be comfortable being uncomfortable makes you better, stronger, faster. Learning how to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Correct. I love it. So, Amy, let's talk about some advice. So maybe it's that person coming out of college. You know, they played sports, but... um, 
they put on 20, 30 pounds, and now they're yep. working a full-time job, and they've started a family. Yep. What advice do you have for that person that's, that's coming right out of college? Yeah. Is have some time for you, number one. Mm-hmm. What, what is a priority for you? Yeah, you have a job. That's a priority. You need money, clearly. Yes. That's set up already, though. Box checked. Mm-hmm. Family, maybe you're married, maybe you're not, whatever. What is that priority for you? How are you going to self-care? Yes. Self-care is huge. So self-care means, were you an athlete? Yes. You can't just drop the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, no pun intended, but yes, yeah. pun intended. Right. You can't just stop. Yeah. What's going to happen is you're going to become sluggish. Right. Your mood is going to change. Sure. And then you're going to start looking for stimulants, coffee, and then after work it's a beer or whatever mm-hmm. to kind of help perk and pick up. Sure, something to fill that void. Void, right. So having a plan in place mm-hmm. is the biggest thing. Okay. So you're going to know what your hours are for your work. Maybe it's 8 to 5 or 9 to 5 or what have you. Mm-hmm. Do you get a lunch hour? Yeah. Is there somewhere close? Can you bring tennis shoes and just walk on your lunch? Mm-hmm. Can Is there something, does your work have a, most works these days either have a facility yeah. or they're shuffling you to a facility that's close. They're giving you a discount on insurance. Yeah. If you join the facility, it's more you, and more common. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, here in St. Louis, you Clayton, my gosh, they're inundated with tons of places, right? True right? Fusion yeah. is there. We have 45 minute classes at lunchtime on purpose. Someone can come in, take a class and get back to work. I love it. There's a restaurant in there. Grab and go. Food, go. Get a bite to eat. Get a workout. Shower. Get back, back to work. Back to work. Grab a smoothie. Bye. You're gone. So I think the big key that you're saying is just um, just schedule it. Scheduling. Just have a plan in place yep. to get it done. Because you know, in life, you can be a, a wandering generality or you can be a meaningful specific. You can talk about doing something all day long, but until you actually sign up or until you actually make that decision, you're not going to get it done. Right. And people would be surprised. I know it's it's said over and over and over again. Have hours for social media. Mm-hmm. Scheduled hours yeah. where you turn it off. Yes. You are consuming your life oh with gosh. social media. Right. And what is happening is you are not connecting with people. So I challenge people to put down the freaking phone, mm-hmm. right? Connect, have a real connection. Yeah. Getting a thousand likes on Instagram is not a connection. No. Yippee for you. What does that get you? Literally, what does and what does it get you? It doesn't get you anything. Right. Nothing. What do you have to show besides showing someone, hey, look, I got a thousand likes. Mm -hmm. Well, good for you. Right. Today I went for a run. Today I I went to my job. Today I actually had lunch with my daughter and had a real conversation. Are you having those things? Are you connecting? And lately for me, it's the Kate Spade saga, the Demi Lovato saga, we hear these celebrities in the news and they're, they're publicized, right? Mm-hmm. But what's really happening on a grander scale at a public level? Yeah. You know, people are struggling with mental health. Yes. People are struggling with connection. I, I can't say enough that social media plays a huge role in that, right? Mm-hmm. And if we can connect with people, really connect, eye contact, yes, physical contact, sure. handshake, hug, right. sl- high five, whatever it be, yes. can you verbally connect with people, mm-hmm. not social media connect with people? Not can, by phone, not by text yeah. message. And that equates to vulnerability. 
mm-hmm. right? So we have to be a little bit vulnerable. Let that person in to see us. Yes. Let that person know about our day, mm-hmm. know about our feelings, know about what we like and don't like, and sure. be okay if we like or don't like the same things. Absolutely. And there, then guess what? That trickles to breaking down stigmas and mm-hmm. maybe someone's day is better. Yeah. Maybe someone's life is a little more happy. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone goes and gets the help that they need or asks you to help them with the help that they need. Exactly. And there you go. Social stigmas are gone right? and we're saving lives. Yes. I mean, literally. I love like, it. You know, it's, it, it, there's an addiction out there today. I mean, people go to classes yep. because they're addicted to social media. And I think this day and age, more so than ever, people crave advice, right? They crave a mentor. They crave coaching. Do you have any thoughts on, on that? Absolutely. So first you need to find some, like, I I totally agree with coaching, whether Mm -hmm. it be a physical coach where you get a trainer, Mm -hmm. um, or a a spiritual coach, if you need help in that part of your life or a mental coach, meaning how do I get motivated, inspired, Mm -hmm. those sort of things. I believe in coaching Yes, for sure. I consider myself a coach. I like to coach through my group fitness classes. I give a message at the end of every single class. It's always something that's top of topic, whether it be in, you know, in the public eye Mm -hmm. or my mind or whatever, I'm always giving a a real message that's coming from my brain. Mm -hmm. And if you can find a coach that you resonate with well, that you see is okay, they have, they have it together, right? Mm -hmm. They're motivated. They have a plan for themselves. They have um, a program, you know, whether you pay that coach or whether you friend that person as a mentor to help you. um, There are lots of options out there. I would be willing to talk to anybody and anyone who is wanting direction. I have other coaches in my pocket that, you know, do different things than I do um, at my disposal because I am not person that says, oh, I can do it all because I can't. You know, if I feel like I can't help you or I'm not the right fit for you, I know people that are. Um, so, yeah, they, they can reach out to me for sure. That's awesome. Well, we'll put uh, your contact info in the uh, the show notes. So thank awesome. you for uh, for sharing that. Uh, speaking of, of coaches and mentors, Amy, who has been um, or who, who have been some of the biggest influences in your life over the years? Yeah. So first and foremost, my parents, um, they both work really hard. They're retired now, but... You know, I grew up with working parents um, and saw how, and then they had three children, right? And all of us were involved, heavily involved in sports. Yes. Um, competitive teams, <coughs> school teams, so year-round, like mm-hmm. nonstop. Yes. Summer teams, travel teams, all of those things. So they worked their jobs, and they also had the life balance, the family mm-hmm. balance. Yes. Which was really important, I think, for me now, of course, I appreciate it, right? Sure. I didn't necessarily appreciate it then. Yeah. But they taught me work ethic. I, you cannot, just, you're not born with work ethic. Mm-hmm. You, you literally are, you learn that. Absolutely. And you learn it young. Sure. And if you don't you learn, learn it young, watching. yeah, if you don't learn it young, it's harder when you're older to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that that was ingrained in me. And so they, and first and foremost, were my mentors for work-life balance for work ethic, um, communication. My both of my parents, which I think it's really odd, they're really similar, and it's not typically like that in a relationship. They're both transparent and both both very outspoken and honest. Right. So I think I got both of them, and, and maybe I'm a little bit bigger than that. 
maybe not necessarily say, always good. Yeah, it's a good combination <laughs> yeah. of those two. So I learned, I definitely think that was a bonus as well. And throughout, I've had coaches all the way through, yes. people that believed in me. Um, there was a girl in college that she was a group fitness instructor, and that's who inspired me to become a group fitness instructor. I started teaching step aerobics on my college campus. That's how I started in fitness. Nice. Uh-huh. To the volleyball team. Okay. The volleyball coach made the the team come to me for step aerobics, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. Wow. Looking back. Um, but yeah, and then there was also a program at my school. I went to a very small school, William Woods University. It was all female when I went there. It's okay. co-ed now. But they had a peer educator program. And I was a peer educator. What did that look like? And it was really, so the peers, so anyone at college could come in for any problem that they had, and they had a peer to speak to, and okay. it was confidential. Sure. Um, you know, I spoke to girls about eating disorders, yeah. um, just fitting in, mm-hmm. all kinds of issues, which I think was really, really imperative in my journey to where I am today. Right. Really connecting and having empathy for people. My mom's a nurse as well. So that's kind of why I'm a nurse. I think (laughs) I would venture to say that's why, I mean, I started working when I was 16. My parents said, you're getting a job. Absolutely. You're driving, you're driving, you're getting a job. Absolutely. I paid for my car insurance. Uh I paid for my gas and I was taught early responsibility too. So, um, and along the way I would say now, um, Joe Goldberg is an amazing mentor. He's awesome at business. He has such a business mind. And I have never met a person, especially a male, who is as open and empathetic Mm -hmm. and connected as he is. And by connected, I don't mean how many people he knows. Sure. I mean the conversations he has with people are real. Yes. He knows them on a deep level. Sure. He's fully engaged it's when he's talking to a person. It's really inspiring. It's not a surface level Absolutely. conversation. Yep. And so I definitely hold him high. That is awesome. He doesn't know it either. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does now. He does now. Awesome. Well, outside of that, Amy, what else would you say um, keeps you at the top of your game? Is there any um, daily routines or tactics yep. that uh, you're doing to constantly improve um, yourself, whether it's being a mom or, or being a fitness director? Absolutely. So it, I definitely am on the connection journey. So that's first and foremost. But mm-hmm. the, it starts with me, right? Learning to connect with me. Sure. Um, And it's hard to really look inside yourself and say, what do I like and what do I don't like? Mm -hmm. And what am I feeling and how how do I feel about what I'm feeling? Yes. How do I feel about what I'm feeling? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I have really, it's been in the last year, started this internal journey. Okay. And it starts in the morning and in the evening. I do it kind of twice a day. It's check-ins with myself. Okay. And really what's happening. So in the morning, it's when you get up, how am I feeling? Like right when you get up, you know, am I rested? Am I not rested? Did Mm -hmm. I not sleep well? What did I eat last night? Yes. That may not, may have affected it. When did I start eating? When did I stop eating? All of that thing, you know, kind of connection there. And then just, you know, do I wake up alive or am I waking up kind of like, ugh? Mm Mm-hmm. And the more I notice it, the more I'm engaged, the more I wake up alive. Yes. Because I'm aware Mm -hmm. and I'm excited to see what the day holds. Sure. So I start there. um, 
with some breathing as well. I get up, I get my kids up, try to connect with them. You know, that's my priority, of course, is first and foremost mom. Yeah, that's um, the most important job that we have. I say, you know, you chose this, so you you need to dig in. <laughs> Absolutely. And you get one shot. One shot. To do it. And they're gone. And I have a 15-year-old, right. Sophie, who's adorable. And she's a couple years, go- she's going to be going to college. Gone, and I'm just going to be a holy mess. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a new chapter. I'm going to be a mess. Yes. But um, so, yeah, start there. And then throughout the day, I do little check-ins. So I tell clients, too. Yeah. Check in with your breath. Okay. Your breath will tell you a ton. So tell us more. What is does that look like? Fast breathing. So if you notice that you're running around, are you chest breathing? You know, really should be belly breathing. Mm-hmm. That's the the best belly. If you watch a kid, a baby, or a yes. toddler, they, they belly breathe. Yes. That belly is big and it's moving in and out. And, and that's healthy. And that is super healthy. Yes. Right? Us adults, we run around, it's all up in our chest and we're like, <laughs> you know, and sure. it's quick and sharp and fast and, you know. So check in with your breath. Mm-hmm. If you do nothing else, stop checking with your breath. Right. Is it rapid? Mm-hmm. Why is it <clears throat> rapid? Am I dehydrated? Yes. Am I not rested? Mm-hmm. Have I had too much caffeine? Yes. Am I running around like a chicken with my head cut uh-huh. off? Yeah. Or am I having anxiety over right. whatever might be happening or what's about to happen? Sure. And then what do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. Why? How can you work through that? You know, and these are some of the things I work with people on. And then at the end of the day, it's reflection time. Okay. Look back at the day. Look back at the day. What did I learn today? What did I like? What didn't I like? Sure. What can I do more? What can I do differently? What could I do better tomorrow? And we play this game actually at the dinner table. Okay. We say best and worst. Best and worst. Best and worst. So what does that look like? We go around the table and it's somebody else's turn to start every night because no one wants to start. Okay. It's kind of this thing. So we rotate who starts and you say your best and your worst for the day. Like my best today is being on this podcast, right? I love it. We're yeah. so happy to have you here. And then you would say your worst. And maybe you don't have a worst, and that's okay. Yes. Some days I say I don't have a worst. Right. And some days maybe your best is your worst mm-hmm. and how that works, you know? And think about that for a second. Right. Like I say myself, I'm really open, honest, and straightforward. Sometimes that's my best quality, and sometimes that's my worst quality. Mm-hmm. It can play to both sides, yes. depending. So we go around, and the kids are starting to learn, Right. How do I start to resonate with my feelings and what happened today? Okay. Right? So that's our responsibility is to teach. If you choose to have children, it's your responsibility to teach them to be good adults. Sure. So to connect with themselves, connect with their feelings, and figure out what happened today. Mm -hmm. What did I really like about today and what didn't I like about today? Yes. And so that happens at our dinner table every night. And then... For myself, at night-night, before bed, I'm reflecting. And sometimes I journal and sometimes I don't. I'm not really a blogger. I'm Mm -hmm. not really a writer. But sometimes I feel like you just have to write something to get it out, leave it out, rip it up, tear it up, throw it away, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to do. I have a couple girlfriends that burn theirs. Whatever feels great for you. Um, Find what works for you. Absolutely. But I definitely think it all stems back to that connection and vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Can you be vulnerable with yourself? Yes. Because it'll lead to a true connection and relationship with somebody else. Yes. Amy, that is absolutely awesome. Great advice. Yeah. Um, well, as we come to a close today, any, um, any parting advice for, uh, for all of our listeners out there? Absolutely. So some of the things I really want to get out, um, it, it regards to Trifusion, but in general, When it comes to fitness, it can be really daunting and overwhelming, especially if you've never done it. Yes. You've never been an athlete. Sure. Or maybe you've been out of the game for several years. Mm -hmm. The first step is all you need to do. 
Right. Just get in the door. Get in. Go to a place like True Fusion or somewhere where you feel comfortable, wherever it may be. Mm -hmm. There should be no judgment, all inclusive, no matter who you are, what you are, what you believe in, doesn't matter. That would be my advice because I promise you exercise leads to more wealth and health, health overall and a happier life. Mm -hmm. It all connects. It really does. And I keep saying connect today. Yes. <laughs> Connection is the, I think it's the word of the day. It's and the word of the day. I think you're absolutely right. Um, it, now, how can people find you on uh, on social media? Yeah, so they can find me, Amy Lesher, everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's L-E-S-C-H-E-R. Okay. Not to be confused. Um, but yeah, they can find me all those three outlets. I'm not a huge Twitter person, but they can find me there. Um, and then my email is connected on my Instagram for anybody who wants to collaborate or anything as such. Fantastic. Well, Amy, we will put all of that in the show notes. Thank you so much for, I appreciate uh, it. for being a part of the podcast today. You've shared some absolutely amazing wisdom and, and principles with, uh, with our listeners. So thank I really you. thank you for that. Thank you, Ben. Um, for all of you out there, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Level 10 Mastery. We couldn't do this program without your support. Um, if you haven't already, get on iTunes and give us a review. Until next time, get out there and become the best version of yourself.